102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 533 and Ozzy on Rock 102. Hey, we fell back a little bit in the weather. No more 40s today. We're back into the 30s. But we might get 60 on Sunday, although it's supposed to rain. I can't believe you just dismissed that whole beautiful transition. That was great. That yeah. that was like a, that was like a DJ Mewmy hot DJ mix tonight down at uh, the Hippodrome. Steve, yeah. I like to sm- I like to smack down the funky wax platters if I can when it's appropriate. Look at you. That was a hot mix right yeah. there. That was oh, yeah. from uh, in the bush into the four one three. Maybe nice. yeah, maybe Doctor Wax Chesterton could take some lessons from you, sir. Yes, yes, he could because he could drop some pretty sick beats if he just. Rode my coattails for just a half a second. That's right. Hey, uh, today we're going to introduce you to a brand new uh, feature called I Have Spoken. I got some things to get off my chest, <laughs> and I will do it around uh, 7.50 this morning. 6.50 or 7.50? I don't care. 6.50. <laughs> it is. Yes. See, right. Dave, well, he doesn't know how to tell time. We've also got uh, <laughs> another mass hat to get to today and um, all the regular stuff as well, right? Giddy up. Mm-hmm. It's 534. We're back, Stephen Dave and Rock 102. New Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 550 in the Black Crows and Rock 102. It's back, Stephen Dave. Uh, mid-30s today with sunshine, low 40s tomorrow, 60-ish with rain on Sunday. Hollywood Trash is uh, brought to you by the Rumble Seat. Saturday, March 5th, it's never in Vegas at the Rumble Seat. 8 o'clock, no cover. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Batman! That's right, Batman hits the screens today. Uh, critics are describing this as more of a film a film noir. How do you say that? Film noir? Film noir. Noir. Right. Uh, murder mystery than a superhero flick where Robert Pattinson's video, or uh, I'm sorry, version of Batman acts more like a detective and his Bruce Wayne is more brooding and damaged by his own emotional trauma. Oh man, that sounds like a fantastic story. Yeah, can't we just go back to the jingle that you mimed at the beginning there? Nah, because nah, that's, nah, the nah. Real, that's the real Batman, yeah, with, as we said yesterday, right? With, with Adam I mean, West and yes. Burt Ward. Yes. Yeah, I've been saying for years, I mean, if you really want to you know, bust crime, you do what Adam West used to do. You grab a guy... You stick him in a garbage can, and then you wait for Commissioner Gordon to come and arrest him. Yeah, and I love how they were always climbing up the building, but it was really just <laughs> them walking. Yes, and like pulling a string. Going, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, 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 wait. What are you talking about? Oh, they were climbing up a building. Yeah, you, you ruined it for him, Dave. I mean, those stunts that they did were amazing. Of course they were. That's the bat, what I meant to the, say. The bat rope. Unbelievable! Oh, that thing came right from uh, right from his belt. I can't find a belt that fits. This guy's got a whole bunch of attachments on that belt. The uh, Riddler is the main villain, and he's played by Paul Dano. He's murdering corrupt officials and leaving clues to draw the Batman into the investigation of a conspiracy involving his dad, Thomas Wayne, and mob boss played by John Turturro. As for the rest of the cast, Andy Serkis is Alfred, Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman, Jeffrey Wright is Lieutenant Gordon, and Colin Farrell wears prosthetics to play the Penguin. Batman is directed by Matt Reeves, who did uh, Cloverfield. Here's the other thing I don't get. You know, we've been covering crime stories uh, on this radio show for years. I have never seen a single criminal wear a full-body leotard. Yo, know, the the uh, the Riddler did Frank Gorshin head to toe yeah. green question marks all over the place. Oh, yeah. I've never seen a single criminal do that. Well, again, this is Paul 
Dano or Dano or wherever he is playing the yeah. Riddler. He is one of the creepiest looking guys anywhere. Anywhere. Well, you but- saw Little Miss Sunshine. But I agree with you, and I think maybe they need to bring back the whole Batman as comedy presentation at some point instead of the, all these serious Batman. But, but are you hearing what I'm saying? The criminal mind should automatically bring you to the point where you say, I'm not going to commit crimes on, a, on this kind of level unless I'm wearing a full body unitard. What, now, was the original comic of Batman, was that, like, dark as... I think so. You know, so I think th- that Adam West thing was more like just a fun thing that they did almost yes. for a, a semi-comedy, yes, right? Yes, but we, we, we could use a little fun now, I'm just saying. Yeah, but we like dark things. That's what we'd like in this I world. I guess. I like it, a unitard. It clocks in <laughs> at just under three hours. I got time it, for that. And it's supposedly darker than The Dark Knight. I'm actually interested to see this because, uh, what was it, uh, who was the guy uh, that played the Joker? Uh, uh, Frank Gorshin? No, no, the last one. Oh, uh, Cesar Romero. No, 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 no. The <laughs> guy. Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix, yes. right? Mm-hmm. That movie was less about the, you know, the, the like the comic book character. Right. And more about his life and why he became that way. So I'm actually kind of interested to see this. Uh, to see how they pan this out with Batman. And I always want to know what motivated Cesar Romero. I have no idea. The he Joker. Was, he was a tremendous Joker. Joker. Yes, he must, was. Must must have been the money. and <laughs> That's what motivated him. And, and was he known for anything else in his entire career? I I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. Cesar Romero? Yes. He's a, one of the finest actors that uh, this country has ever created. Name one movie. Uh, well, there was that Batman uh, movie that came out, yeah. uh, that, that, but that had all four of the big ones. Uh, Pete Davidson might be joining Jeff Bezos on a uh, Blue Origin flight into space. A source said, quote, they haven't signed a contract yet, but it looks like it's going to happen. The details are being finalized. He got on really well with Jeff when they met. Well, because uh, Jeff Bezos flies that big penis ship. Right. And Pete Davidson looks like a ball bag anyway. Right. So maybe it's just an attachment to the bottom of the rocket. But if you had the chance to hang out with Jeff Bezos, mm-hmm. wouldn't you try to be as nice as possible? Yes. I, I would be like, give me some of that Amazon money. Yeah. Can I massage your feet, Mr. Bezos? How about a nice uh, cocktail? Can I give you something to drink? One, Snacks? One second has gone by, and that was one Prime membership. $139 a year. Perfect. Uh, speaking of Pete Davidson, Kanye West is being condemned for a music video depicting Pete Davidson being buried alive. And people are really upset about that. Oh, God. He's a bad breaker-upper. He's a very bad breaker-upper. Maybe the I, worst I've ever seen. I just want you back in my life, baby. I don't care if you're dating the ball bag that goes on Jeff Bezos' penis rocket. I love you just the same. And uh, what? Did, I'm sure Kim must have had something to say. Kim didn't have anything to say. Caitlin? Nope. None of that either. It'll be damned. Yeah, see, sometimes it happens where they just remain silent, which is probably what they should have done all along. <laughs> That's what we need. Uh, boomers and millennials. Remember Suzanne Summers doing those silly Thighmaster commercials mm-hmm. back in the day? And yes, of course, we were we mocked her, but we were all wrong. Suzanne says she has made $300 million off of that thing. Uh, quote, we stopped counting when we sold 10 million of them, but they continued to sell and sell. We're probably up to 15 million now. The classic Thighmaster goes for $19.99, but there's a gold version that costs $50 and an $80 toning package that also includes a Buttmaster and a DVD. Well, sign me up. 
She's 75 now. Do you think she could still crack walnuts with those uh, pearly toned thighs? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hey, Dave, uh, let's ask you this. Have you interviewed Suzanne Summers yes. in the last like six or seven years, maybe 10 years? Yes. Let's just say 10 yes. years. Yes, uh, in Syracuse. And I think we yeah. had the same yeah. result as you guys had. Yes, <laughs> that she didn't want to talk no. anything about the thigh master or anything about Three's Company nope. or anything about uh, what step by step she was on with mm-hmm. Patrick Duffy. Yep. Right. She wanted to talk about how. Stuff is in our foods. Poison is in your food. It, it, it became one of these, I don't know, this political uh, We had to scrub down thing. the soapbox when she was done. Yeah, I, I think uh, we pre-recorded maybe 10 minutes of the interview with her and aired zero. That's exactly how <laughs> we did it. <laughs> and that, my friends, is your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Ah, Integrity. following takes place between 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. It is 6 a.m. Highs in the mid-30s today with sunshine. Low 40s tomorrow and 60-ish with rain on Sunday. And the weather is brought to you by Rumble Seat. Saturday, March 5th, it's never in Vegas at the Rumble Seat. 8 p.m. no cover. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. We start out with hockey. Bruins over the Las Vegas Knights. Last night, 5-2. to two. Craig Smith had a hat trick for the Bees. The Springfield Thunderbirds hosting Hershey tonight and fighting both Providence and breast cancer. Tomorrow night at the Mass Mutual Center, pink in the rink to benefit Rays of Hope with some of those pink jerseys up for auction. You should go and support the team and help in the fight against breast cancer. Now, speaking of jerseys, Martha Stewart apparently let the cat out of the bag. The retail maven took a picture with Justin Bieber recently and accidentally revealed the new Toronto Maple Leafs jersey by accident. Martha was celebrating the Biebs' birthday, and the picture was posted with the birthday boy wearing the new as-yet-to-be-released Toronto Maple Leafs jersey. So good going, Martha Stewart. Basketball. Celtics beat Memphis last night, 120-107. to Jason Tatum had 37, and Ja Morant had 30. College hoops, UMass over Fordham, 81-73 at the Mullins Center. Matt McCall's final home game as head coach of the Minutemen. He's got one more game to go on the road. Of course, he was recently fired. In golf at the Arnold Palmer Bay Hill Invitational in Florida, Rory McIlroy has the first-round lead with a 7-under-65. At the bottom of the leaderboard, Kevin Na with a plus 981. Na is famous for once losing his ball in the woods and trying to hack it out on his way to a 16 on a single hole. I've done that. Exactly. That's why we love Kevin Na. Coming up next in Bax's view from the couch, the cost of what you're going to pay to see Coach K coach his final game of college basketball tomorrow. It's straight ahead on Rock 102. Get a head start on your taxes. Go to jacksonhewitt.com to learn more and find a location near you. And now, Bax's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As some of you might know, tomorrow, Duke's Mike Krzyzewski will coach his final regular season game for the Blue Devils. After 41 years, five national championships, 12 Final Four appearances, and three gold medals as the head coach of the U.S. US Olympic men's basketball team, Coach K has finally decided that at 75 years old, it's finally time to retire. 
Now, as you know, I only have 3,481 days left to go before I can retire from this godforsaken business. If I waited until the age of 75, I'd have to tack on an extra 3,653 days. And that ain't never gonna happen. But tomorrow, it's the end of the road for Mike Krzyzewski when Duke takes on the North Carolina Tar Heels. Now, as you can very well imagine, getting your greasy little mitts on tickets to tomorrow night's game is at, at the Cameron Indoor Stadium is no easy task. One, it's 623 miles away. Secondly, the cheapest seat uh, for Mike Krzyzewski's last game has now ballooned up to an astonishing asking price of $3,450 per ticket. That's like a dollar for every day I have left until I retire. But like I said, that's what they're asking for the cheap seats in the house. The best seats are going for as much as $50,000 per ticket, which is $3,000 less than it would cost you to send your kid to Duke University for an entire school year. Do you people have any idea how much plasma I would have had to donate or how many empty beer bottles I'd have to bring to my local redemption center to clear enough money to buy one of those tickets? My liver would fall out before tip-off. I'd almost have to start emptying those bottles and cans right this very second. I just don't know if I have that kind of time. Listen, I know that Mike Krzyzewski is one of the greatest college basketball coaches of all time, but I can think of 50,000 things that I would rather do with $50,000. No disrespect to Coach K, but I'll be able to watch the same game from home 623 miles away for free, which frankly sounds like a much better deal. But hey, and if I'm my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, you're going to invest a whole lot of time and money into a painting project. You need a little guidance. Go to Rockies. They're with you every step of the way, from planning to painting to the party you'll throw to show the whole thing off. Good people paint people at rock-solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 611 and Van Halen with back Steve and Dave in Rock 102. All right, this is an outrage. It was 40s yesterday. Today we're in the mid-30s, but we've got sun today at least. Low 40s for tomorrow, 60-ish with rain on Sunday. So, do you think a robot could do this job? Don't say that out loud. What are you doing? Well, I mean, there are some radio stations where that's all they got. Well, it was kind of like the uh, the Simpsons where they had the DJ 3000. And, yes. Uh, and they're like, hey, if you guys don't shape up, this thing is going to replace you. And they're like, how about that weather out there? Man, those clowns in Washington did it again. And the two DJs are like, oh, man, this guy's good. <laughs> well, uh, Tin Lizzie Gaming Resort in Deadwood, South Dakota, is handling the labor shortages like any business would, uh, hiring staff. Except they didn't hire from the normal pool of candidates. Instead, they recruited a robot from Rich Tech Robotics. Well, first of all, they ripped off the name of the, one of the greatest classic rock bands of the 1970s there. How can they do that, for crying out loud? The name, name of the establishment. Uh, tin Lizzy. Ah, tin Lizzy. Yeah, right. Tin Lizzy. Ah, th- yes. Did I say thin? Maybe no, I I'm said just thin. No, you I said know. tin. I'm you kidding. Tin, yeah. I'm kidding. The uh, metal waiter is uh, both grinding its gears, working hard, and turning heads. With recent pandemic-induced labor shortages, some places are short on hands and turning to wheels. Uh, we were just met with some challenges with staffing, says Josh Thurms, assistant general manager of Tin Lizzy Gaming Resort, and some business levels that Deadwood isn't used to. So we thought outside the box, and we decided we're going to try this out and uh, do this robot thing and see if we can run some food for us. It will take food and drink directly to tables, the bar, or wherever else it's programmed to. It'll even help clean up. How about that? <sighs> 
All right. So I I I, I was I found myself at a stop and shop mm-hmm. uh, the other day because I had to pick up something that you could only get at a stop and shop. Uh huh. And they got the robots in the stop and shop. Those damn things creep me the hell out. Yeah, those things are creepy. Have you seen this, Dave? No, I have not. They've got robots that go up and down the aisles okay. of the stop and shop. All right. Similar to a Roomba? No, it's... Well, well, well yes. Yeah, it, I guess it is. It doesn't clean anything up, right. but it alerts the staff that there is a cleanup needed. So okay. if the thing... It's all motion directed. Okay. It looks like... Uh, I don't even know how to describe what it looks like. It's, it's tall. It's probably about six feet well, tall. Like the robot from yeah. Lost in Space, the TV show? No, you remember yeah. uh, those those receptacles you see outside of like, uh, stores and office buildings? They're basically... Uh, like ashtrays that, that they, they look like a little pylon oh, yeah, with a yeah. little, little mm-hmm. stick up on top. Sure, sure. That's what they look like. It looks like something you would put your cigarette in when you were done smoking mm-hmm. it. But on a much bigger scale. Okay. And yeah. uh, this thing goes around the store, and if you walk in front of it, it'll stop, and it'll back up, and it'll move in a different direction. It's to a, and, and if there's a spill on the floor, it automatically sends a message, and then over the loudspeaker, you hear, clean up in, you know, mile mm-hmm. 10, sure. or whatever the heck it is, or yeah. wherever it's going. Um. Yeah, that's that is creepy, and yeah. I don't really understand how that's helping anybody. It's it's not helping me. Yeah. It's it's helping me to not want to go to a stop and shop, but to the other major grocer in town. Well, if and if you really want to be creeped out along these lines, watch the movie Ex Machina. Have you ever seen that? No, what's that? no. It's like this mad scientist has his little hole in the wall bunker house out in the middle of nowhere and he's conducting these AI experiments and it is creepy. One of the employees from his company gets to spend the weekend there. All sorts of crazy crap unfolds. And by the way, some great nudity as well. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Wait, you had me at nudity. Yes. Wait, robot nudity? Well, I'm not going to give everything away. But it is it's 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 good for guys like us to look at. Let me just say Dave, that, okay? I'm not gonna watch it. So just tell me no, more can, about you, the nudity. Yeah, you can share it with yeah. us. You're not gonna watch Ex Machina? I I so I wasn't I, on my list for I, Hulu programs. This I think weekend. the I think the actress's name is Alicia Vikander, and I think she's like South African or something like that. Really? She is fantastic looking, and yes, she is naked, and yes, she is an AI. Well, I, uh, so I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm plot spoilers there. Sorry for anyone who was going to put that on their Netflix and chill list tonight. Hey, <laughs> I'd like to get with her too, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, if you would like to sexually impose gender roles on the uh, robots, I suppose that's your business. But, uh, but I, I went out to Vegas. Uh, I was like three years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, we went into this bar that was run by a rope. It was a robot bar. Huh. That was the whole thing. You sit at these little, almost like school desk looking tables. Right. And then you have a touch screen in front of you that you can make your own drink. You can add different things to it. And then you watch this robotic arm come out and start. Bzz, 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 so that's kind of fun. Mixing the, it's fun to watch. Yeah. But it took forever. Okay. Because the computer failed. And then, and then you had to have the, the lady who was running the thing go over and fix the thing and put the little nozzle back in. So not nearly as efficient as Tom Cruise in Cocktail. Man, no. he was great in that movie. But no, he, but, his, but his acting is a little robotic. Yes. Um. I don't. I don't like that idea at all. No, I, I don't like I, that idea at all either. I like the human touch because a robot is never going to accidentally put extra booze inside that drink. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Whereas if I say give the bartender a t- crisp, 
$5 bill, mm-hmm. uh, I might get a little bit of a nudge-nudge over uh, with something. That's a robot you. ain't never going to do that. A robot is going to give you nothing but precise measurements. That's the thing. Do you want, uh, do you want exact amounts? No. You no. want overpours. How gotcha. am I supposed to get drunk on exact yeah. amounts? Yeah, this is ridiculous. Well, and you know this is coming. This is going to be the next step at the new Friendly's Cafe that just opened up here locally. Now they have runners instead of wait staff. Next thing, it's going to be robots instead of runners. Yeah, Listen, I don't, I don't think a robot can get a fishing jig out faster <laughs> than what they got going on now. I don't think that solves any problems at all over there. <laughs> yeah, but I don't. Uh, you know, I don't uh, know how I feel about robots. I just don't. Uh, I don't think we're at the efficient point right. in robotics where you could say they could serve you better than an actual human being. That's exactly what I was going to say. It was it's there's you're never going to duplicate that. And and don't you don't you want somebody to, like a human to screw up? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to put your order in. As a computer, it's like how could you forget that? You're a computer. Yeah. You're a robot. And and, and of course the robot is always right cuz they're simply a machine as right. opposed to a human being who sure. is simply a human being and doesn't have the same standards of quality. I mean, I understand as uh, you know from a business owner's point of view that yeah, you want people to keep coming in your business, and if you got nobody working for you, I guess this is the next thing that you could try. But it's never going to be as efficient as a human being doing it, and a human being has to fix and program these things anyway. So you still need somebody there. Yeah, to- but you don't tip a robot. Well, of course you could tip a robot. Nor can you bribe a robot, as you said earlier. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Hey, your battery's low. There's a tip. You, you get it? You yeah, see what I did? I, I gave him a you, tip. I know. Yeah. You, you, could never, you could never say to a robot, hey, there's a few extra bucks in the tip for you if you give me a few more fries. Yeah. Or, no, you know, like, you know, like, or extra dressing. You know, that kind of thing. It's never going to happen with no. a robot. Uh, it's like, uh, you know, I've used this example before. I went to a, a CVS one time. I had to get uh, oxycodones. For some pain thing that mm-hmm. I had years ago. Oh, I know a guy that sells it out of the back of his truck. And the and the oh, do you? Yeah, can I have God. his number? <laughs> sure. Um, and the, and the and the pharmacist it comes to the window, mm-hmm. and he's this uh, he's like this young kid, and he's got rings out of his nose, he's got tattoos all over, and he's like, you know, he's the uh, what do they call those? The, the hipsters. He's one of like a hipster, mm-hmm. right? All right. That's the guy you want filling your oxycodones. Okay. Because that's like the guy at Five Guys who mm-hmm. fills the bags of fries. Right. You're going to get some extra in there that's because right. he knows how to make it for people. I don't think they can do that at a No, pharmacy. I don't think they can. But, but uh, it's nice to think that it way. It is a nice idea. Yeah, it, it is. is. So there you go. Robotics taking over the world. It's just about 620. We're back. Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 625. And Stone Temple Pilots on Rock 102. That's STP to you and me. Mid-30s today with sun, low 40s for tomorrow, 60-ish with some rain on Sunday. And now it's time. Well, did you have somebody to no, bring that to you? No, no, Oh, yeah. You know, I come to think yeah, of it. Yeah, you know what? Why don't we, we're going to have to start this all we over. Can do that. We All can right. do that. You know, it, we're just as good as any robot, for yeah. Christ's sake. Hey, uh, this is what happens. Yes. People screw up, and yes. let's start this over again. All right. all right. Today I Learned is brought to you by <laughs> Gary Rome Hyundai. Today you can learn how Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. And now it's time for Today I Learned. Much better. Yeah, I feel better Back about that one. Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Mm-hmm. Today I learned that there's a new AI, artificial intelligence, that's learning to diagnose mental illness just by reading what you write on social media. Oh, nice follow-up to the robot story we just had. Well, and also uh, we can really kind of 
predict how the Rock 102 listeners are dealing with their mental illness at home, too. (laughs) People have lost their minds on Rock 102. Really? (laughs) Yeah. A a team at Dartmouth has been uh, training it to analyze posts from Reddit and predict whether people might have an emotional disorder or not. It doesn't care about the specific content in your post, but it looks at the emotions behind what you're saying and analyzes patterns. It also doesn't uh, look for just... It also just doesn't look for psychotic behavior, but can spot subtle signs of things like depression and bipolar disorder. Man, this could have saved me so much difficulty with previous relationships if I had just known early enough the process. I think you're in trouble, my friend. (laughs) Steve, I I believe it's pronounced bipolar disorder. No, it's bipolar. No, it's bipolar. Only a crazy person would think it's pronounced bipolar. Oh, what are you trying to say? Yeah, we don't need the AI to figure out you. I, yeah, well, listen, it's not. It, it's nothing artificial about him. His level of intelligence. I'm gonna write how uh, crazy you are on social media right now. Do it. All right. Let her rip. Let's go. <laughs> and that is today. I learned on Back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Coming up next. In your news, Vladimir Putin continues his offensive and more. Stay tuned. Daddy was talking to someone about the roof, and he said the F. 6.30 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. Here's uh, Dave Coombs with news. So, Russian President Vladimir Putin continuing his offensive on Ukraine, targeting civilian areas now, and Russian forces shelled Europe's largest nuclear plant early this morning, sparking a fire as they pressed their attack on a crucial energy-producing Ukrainian city. And by the way, I believe this is one of the largest nuclear plants in all of Europe. It is. And this guy is nuts. Yep. It's, it's, it's scary. Because a nuclear power plant, you don't need to use a nuclear bomb. You can just bomb one of these places, right? and that's exactly what they're doing. And we, I, it was funny. I'm, I'm not criticizing you, but you, what did you say about uh, now they're finally hitting civilians? Well, they've, they've been, been tar- hitting they've civilians. Been hitting them the yeah. Well, actually, they're going more full-on into civilian areas. When they first started, it was more, they were attacking just military installations, and now they've graduated, so to speak, yeah. to civilian areas. I'm you pretty would, sure they were just killing civilians right off the bat. Yeah. You would you would think that what after what a, after Russia went through with Chernobyl, mm. that they would be a little bit more mindful of the kind of disastrous and immoral idea it would be to try to destroy a nuclear power plant. Well, that's just the thing, Bax. They don't care about that. All they care about is cutting off Ukraine in their attempt to gain access to the sea. I mean, so, I, I realize it all fa- all's fair and yeah. you know, love, love and war. I guess, right? But I mean, I mean, I I saw uh, that uh, that mini series Chernobyl. Yeah, it, it was, was gross. It was gross. It was, gro- it was horrible. Yeah, dark and foreboding. Uh, Governor Charlie, I don't like foreboding. No? I'm a, a very anti foreboding. Who does? I like uh, post boating. <laughs> I'm not a big boater. <laughs> Governor Charlie Baker yesterday joined Kathy Hochul from New York, the governor there. He at first balked on the idea of cutting off Russian business from the Bay State, but now he's gone ahead and ordered the executive branch agencies to terminate contracts with any Russian state-owned companies as the invasion in Ukraine intensifies. And we still don't know exactly what those companies are that 
the Bay State does business with. Sometimes they do these things as a feel-good measure when it really isn't going to impact us that much. If you just say, yeah, we're cut, you know, it sounds grandiose right. on, on the outside. We're going to cut all these contracts with these Russians, and that's, uh, that's going to really kick them in the nets. It might just be like one contract that really doesn't have any kind right. of right. Uh, you know, effect on the rest of us. So you're saying a governor is just acting with symbolism instead of actual effect. Um, wow. Yes, because he's just like every other politician in this country. You know, you guys uh, know what RT is? It's it's like Russian it's like Russian, Russian television news service. Oh, yeah. Okay, they, yesterday yeah, I did they see. let everybody go. They like and, and you know it's well they walked off is what they did. This was the same thing that they did back in what was it 1989 or something. It, it was the same. Uh, I'll have to look that up and, and re- reference what the last time they did that yeah. was. But, but it's a it's like a Russian news service mm-hmm. that has you know studios here in the United States. And, uh, you know, they've been operating for a, a number of years, kind of like an Al Jazeera does. I mm-hmm. mean, there's lots of report. They have a presence here in the United States. But RT, everybody, everybody, uh, everybody is unemployed there now. So yep. they're just like, okay, no, we're done here. Well, it's kind of like we did the story about the, the Russian radio station a day or two ago where they ran some negative commentary on the proceedings and they were cut off. <laughs> Suddenly, the Russian radio station was no longer broadcasting anything. Wasn't that good of a radio station to begin with? <laughs> yeah, here it is. The entire staff of Russian TV channel staged a walk-off during a live stream with their last words, no war. Independent uh, TV reign was blocked by the Russian government for showing banned content and referring to the conflict in Ukraine as war. The uh, entire staff gathered in their studio for a final broadcast in a YouTube live stream event, No to War. Natalia Sindeva, the uh, CEO of TV Rain, said... They played the uh, Swan Lake Ballet video during their walkout in reference to the moment in 1991 where Soviet TV stations showed the ballet instead of the live Civil War breaking out over the in the country. How about so, that? Yeah. Uh, echoing 1991. That's all I had to say about that. Meantime, in Hadley, <laughs> Paul Kozub, using his conscience and his commitment to the people of Eastern Europe... And that made his decision very easy. His company, Valley Vodka, will donate $1 from every bottle sold in March to assist refugees from war-torn Ukraine. This is a great story, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what. You know, For all those people who say, well, I'm never going to drink uh, your Russian vodka again, uh, V1 is an exceptional option. Well, it's Polish vodka. Still. Ultimately. Still. Good yeah. for good for Paul. Paul's a, Paul's a good man. Yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, Paul's going to be, uh, he's going to, is that part of the story there? He's yes. going to the Ukraine yeah, next week? Yeah. yeah, he's going to be going to the, to, he's not going to go to Ukraine. He's going to Poland next week to visit to his distillery, and he hasn't been there in a few years right. because of the pandemic and everything, and he usually, what do you say, 60 trips or something he's taken so far? Yeah, Steve, that distillery <laughs> is located yeah. about two hours from the Ukraine border in right. Poland, like you said. Right, yeah. and uh, this is obviously near and dear to him, yep. and uh, he's going to be going over and donating some of his own money while helping the people of Ukraine uh, get donations for other things. And he actually will be on the show with us next week mm-hmm. uh, from Poland, right? live from Poland. Awesome. He'll talk us Great. all through it. Well, and he's also helping refugees cross the border from Ukraine yeah. into Poland near his distillery as well. So very good deed there by Just Paul as Kozum. he helped the refugees from Northampton into Hadley to taste the V1 vodka. And you guys have had it. I haven't, t- I haven't tasted it yet. It's good stuff, huh? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The best part about Paul uh, is when he, uh, whenever he's in the studio, mm-hmm. he's never empty-handed. Aha. Uh-huh. Ever. Gotcha. Ever. 
you, you'll you'll be liking that one. Dude. You'll you'll enjoy it. Sweet. As COVID nineteen continues and pandemic unfolded, and thousands of people were dying, filmmaker Laura Wetzler was focused on her movie titled "What Happened at the Veterans Home." It's a local award-winning film, and it will premiere at the Academy of Music in Northampton as a benefit for veterans organizations. That's going to premiere Sunday, March 20th at 2 p.m. It will strike a chord with those still shaken by the COVID-related deaths of at least 76 veterans at the Soldiers' Home in Holyoke back in 2020. Uh, I don't. I haven't seen the movie, uh, but I can. If you want to answer that question, you, what happened at the veterans' home? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you what happened. A bunch of politicians didn't want to take responsibility for anything, so they put the blame on two people who really didn't have much to do with it at all. The end. The end. Well, the movie is only I think fifty minutes long, so well, it'd be a good thing to go support the efforts of a local filmmaker. And no, check absolutely. That absolutely but, oh, yeah, I'm not but, saying not to go see the movie. I'm right. just saying if you're just asking that as a question in general, I have the answer yeah. for it. It's, right. also, it's also possible, and I hope that the uh, the filmmaker added this, that's a big part of the whole story. It is. It, it's, it's not just the people involved, but the fact that the state poured all this money into the soldier's home in Chelsea but ignored Holyoke for years, even though Holyoke had more residents, was a bigger facility, and grossly underfunded for decades. When is this playing? March 20th, 2 p.m. at the Academy of Music in Northampton. Ah, all right. Maybe we'll have to go there. And speaking of Northampton, Elvis Costello will be playing the Pines Theater in Northampton this August, and he says his vocal cords ain't what they used to be. Apparently, he has a remedy. He sprays dishwashing liquid down his throat to protect his voice. Ah, he must mm. not have COVID either. <laughs> <laughs> he put bleach down his throat and his lungs too? Who did, he, uh, who did he reveal this to? He was on a podcast recently when he talked about this, and he added <laughs> that the liquid is diluted with water, Right, but it stops the cords from sticking, and he says, you can't taste it because it's so diluted. Oh, well, I guess if it has some sort of oil in there to grease up your pipes. Mm -hmm. I'm glad Mm. he took some time out of his very busy schedule to be in a podcast. I've only asked him 30 times whether he joined me in my podcast, (laughs) of which I've gotten 30 straight no's. And you you would probably ask him, uh, you know, about uh, in-depth questions about his style of music and who he worked with and all these collaborations. And he goes on this pie. He doesn't want to go and talk to you, but he goes on this podcast and goes, hey, I put uh, Dawn Dish detergent down my throat to make myself sound better. I it would, feels great. I would never ask the guy, hey, Elvis, uh, do you ever gargle with palm olive? I would never ask him that. Maybe it was Joy. Who knows? I By think- the way, that, that is going to be a great show, and Nick Lowe is going to open up that oh, show. Oh, nice. Yeah, very cool. From the rock pile, right? Yep. It sounds like Elvis is turning into Veronica. The very woman that he sang about. Right. Well, hey, you got to go see him now just to see the effects of the dishwashing liquid. And hopefully, by the way, kids, don't try this at home. No, don't, don't, don't don't drink the, don't do that. Yeah, stick with Tide Pods like the rest of the country. (laughs) Good advice. And uh, while we're on the subject of music, these guys are coming to the Big E. Oh, you, you missed the whole part. And remember that love is what I got. You know what I love about the acts of the Big E? They're either on the way up or they're on the way down. 
and, and by the way, I edited for for brevity there, Steve. Yeah. I know I know we missed I like the singing. opening of the song. I like singing. That's, All right, that's my thing. But that's Sublime with Rome. Sublime with Rome, which I didn't know was part of the title of the band. Actually. Gary. <laughs> no, yeah. no. Gary singing with him. Although he should. What about Gary's dog? He should get involved as a sponsor for the deal, right? No, I'm sure. I'm sure if they asked him, he'd, he'd, he'd pay. So, Sublime with Rome, the name of the band, formed in 2020 with lead singer guitarist Rome Ramirez. I never even knew that part of it. Benny, anyway, they're coming to the Big E. They'll be performing there Saturday, September 24th, my birthday. At 7.30 p.m., tickets for the concert also include general admission to the Big E and are available to purchase starting today at 10 a.m. And, by the way, well-known for hits like that one, What I Got, and also Santeria. Wait a minute. The ticket price includes the cost of the ticket to the Big E? Will include general... Tickets for the concert also include general admission. What? When did they get so generous down there? <laughs> what is that? No, not is that not nor, n- I, a normal? I, I think it always has. I remember, I remember, like if you bought the ticket, you could see the free concert on. You know, fifteen dollars mm-hmm. would get you in to see whatever the free uh, concert was on the. What was that stage called in the middle there? The uh, oh the uh, oh god yeah uh, the stage of broken dreams is what we call it around here. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then and eventually they said, hey, you know what? We could make a lot more money if we just put these acts in an arena mm-hmm. where people would have to pay extra money for the ticket. So it's kind of like the same thing. You're just paying a hell of a lot more for a ticket to the Big E. Gotcha. W- with some sublime in the back. There you go. Hey, I'm all in on my birthday, September 24th, to go see, again, the name of the band, Sublime with Rome. Who knew? Mid-30s for today with sunshine, low 40s tomorrow, 60-ish on Sunday with some rain. That's your weather. And that's news to me on Rock 102. Stay with us. Spine out of place. Hey man, my school is insane. Hey man, my work's down the drain. Hey man, 
David Bowie with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. And here's something I didn't know, guys. The saxophone in the background is not a saxophone. Along the robotics and AI theme that we are on this hour or last hour, it was created by an ARP synthesizer. So not an actual saxophone in Suffragette City. Right, but back then, the synthesizer took up three rooms. <laughs> right. Uh, gonna see a glory hole today with a high of 33. Uh, tomorrow, a glory mole hole covered by some baby batter and a high of 40. <laughs> it is... Uh, Sounds delicious. <laughs> Thir- no, I don't think it's, it is. It's a thumbnail and 13 in downtown Springfield. <laughs> All right, we have, uh, as you know, we've uh, we've added a few features here on Rock 102. We have? We've got a, uh, a brand new feature here on the uh, on the BSD. BSD. Uh, that's what I'm calling it. Nice. For, Isn't that stand for uh, yeah. Bax? Uh, second- no, no, it does not. <laughs> don't you start. Don't you start uh, unfounded rumors. So anyway, uh, I got a lot of stuff to get off my chest, and you're going to hear about it. This is I Have Spoken on Rock 102. So, what's new with you guys? Any big changes you want to talk about? <laughs> no? Well, we just had David Bowie. He was a ch 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 changes guy. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> so this week I've had a chance to do a lot of thinking. Like, a lot of thinking. I started to take a few moments to consider some of the things that have been racing through my mind as of late. Say, like, oh, I don't know, the beginning of February. For example, you know what I love? Internet trolls. I can sit around all day and listen to the half-witted online comments of people who suddenly fashion themselves to be experts in immunology, geopolitical warfare, science, and the very basic intricacies of employment law here in the state of Massachusetts. I had no idea there are so many experts out there. Some of you seem to figure it all out, and there are some of you who have the savvy gumption to share your shallow and misguided opinions with me as if I had answers to give you. I don't, and that's why I haven't. As it turns out, despite all the emphatic indignation, many of these hapless trolls really don't know what they're talking about either. Instead, they would much rather cite opinions without evidence and insist that it's all true and then hide behind their profile pictures as if I, as if I can't see who you are. You know what else I've enjoyed this week? Fat shaming. <laughs> yes, there's nothing that validates someone's personal self-esteem more than having complete strangers identify that perhaps myself and 370 other million Americans have packed on a few pounds during a global pandemic because without your hurtful comments, I would have had no way of knowing that I might have gained a little bit around the middle. Get to the point, Tubby. Thankfully, <laughs> all it took was a few sips of iced coffee for some of you people to lose your ever-loving minds. <laughs> You know what else I've enjoyed over the last few weeks? Finding out that people in my personal life have been approached and harassed by seemingly grown adults. People who believe that somehow my family have a level of insight into otherwise privileged and completely private corporate information. As if they had some details about the alleged goings-on that are allegedly going on. Hate to break it to you, they don't. And some of you people should be ashamed of yourself. And if you're not, then I'm ashamed for you. Now let me tell you what I actually like. I like hearing from those of you who have been supportive, kind, and understanding. I appreciate those of you who understand that there are things in the world that I personally do not control. And I especially appreciate those who are open-minded to accept that changes in life are often inevitable and don't always come with an explanation that we hope to hear. Just like when I replaced the guy 27 years ago. Me, personally, I just want to do my job, make, a, make you laugh a couple of times a week, collect a paycheck 
spend the weekend with my wife, my dog, maybe my kids if they're available, in the comfortable home in Hamden just six miles away. Now that would be something I would really enjoy. This is Bax, and I have spoken on Rock 102. Just to remind you that America might run on Duncan, but Bags doesn't at all. I can't run. That's what I'm getting at. That's what you're getting Big at. Big boy. <laughs> 653 in Rock 102. Back Steve and Dave in the morning on Rock 102. Is I-91 icy? Is the mass pipe closed? Rock 102 is always live and local with up-to-the-minute storm information and reports. Powered by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Winter Storm Headquarters before and after the storm. Associated Building Records is looking for their next employees. That's you. Yes, you. Do you have experience as a diesel mechanic or working on heavy equipment? Are you a laborer looking for a change of pace? Associated Building Records is the place for you. Just let their employees tell you why. Great hours, profit sharing for every employee, and seasonal overtime. Tons of room to grow with paid licensing incentives. And a significant sign-on bonus for the right candidate. Take it from their employees. This could be you. Apply online at AssociatedBuildingRecords.com or stop by 352 Albany Street, Springfield. Let the savings begin. Allow me to introduce the highly anticipated all-electric 2022 Ionic 5. Spend $50 to fill your tank or $7 to charge in 18 minutes. You choose. Lease the 2022 Ionic Hybrid SE and receive 55 miles per gallon for only $305 a month. All Hyundais come with three years of complimentary maintenance and America's best warranty, 10 years or 100,000 miles, and owner assurance. I'll pay you more for your car whether you trade it or not. Gary Rum Hyundai, 150 Whiting Farms Road, Holyoke, or online at GaryRumHyundai.com. See dealer for details. This is WAQI, WAQI HD Springfield. 1021 FM, the Springfield Rocks Radio Group, Springfield's classic rock. rock. Alexa, play Rock 102. If somebody were to ask you, hey, uh, what's your water system like in your house? And you're like, there's a whole system? It's okay to say, I don't know, and let the experts take over. Experts like the folks over at Aquapump. They're an expert on all water supply systems. They install, service, and repair well pumps and tanks for all wells and carry a complete line of submersible and jet pumps, water filters, and supplies. Do it once, do it right. Find out more at aquapump.com. following takes place between 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. Well, it's actually 5 till 7 right now. Well, yeah, here, here, here's the, this is the problem with ro- robot, by the way. We yeah, got a, we were a robot running the, you know, the sound effects there well, no, for no, that us. Was, that, was actually, uh, that was actually me yeah. <laughs> running all that stuff. Well, I'm, but here's the point. Okay, this is all new. You kind of got to give us a little bit of leeway here, uh, more so than Banks just screwing up the time every hour like he has been for the last 27 years. I'm just saying. Yeah, I got I got like, a whole new set of things to screw up. Yeah, uh, relax. I know people are, it, like what you just said in your I have spoken thing, uh, you know, uh, give us a little break here. We're just we're just trying to learn new things. Yeah, really? I, I, I had to press like a whole new, I had to use something known as a, compact disc player to make sure we had that music well i i mean there is a lot of new equipment in here so there you go yeah, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's taken 27 years to get some of this new equipment and, and we've learned <laughs> yeah. five days well, and you know the beautiful yeah. thing about all the people making critical comments about uh, the show and yeah. about bax's weight or whatever it is these people are all perfectly constructed human beings they have no flaws these people 
which well, is fantastic. Sure that's usually the way it goes. Right? Well, yeah. I mean, dude. Have one sip of iced coffee, and all of a sudden, I've uh, I, I'm on like my 600 pound life, and have to have a wall removed for me to get to work every day. It's the calorie count, Bax. They're just worried about your health. <laughs> no, hey, listen, I get it. We're all concerned about the health. I'm uh, I'm I'm chowing down on pills like uh, like it's an extra meal for crying out loud. Don't you worry about nothing. Everything is good. Well, and, and if you want to call in, by the way, two nine three one zero two one. Right? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You must. Yeah. Uh, what do we want to do? You want to? Well, let's get into the uh, yeah. Let's get into the uh, into the uh, weather and sports. All right. Very good. Mid thirties for today with sun and low forties for tomorrow. Sixty uh, ish with rain on Sunday. The weather is brought to you by Rumble Seat. Saturday, March fifth. Hey, that's tomorrow. It's never in Vegas at the Rumble Seat. Eight p.m. No cover. That is great news. Time for the one hundred and two second sports on Rock one hundred two. Start with hockey. Springfield Thunderbirds hosting Hershey tonight at the Mass Mutual Center. And then Providence tomorrow night on Pink the Rink night to benefit Rays of Hope. So go and support the team tomorrow night. Hey, the Thunderbirds are in the thick of the Calder Cup AHL uh, championship race. So go support the team and do a good thing for breast cancer and fight that horrible disease. In the NHL, the Bruins beat the Las Vegas Knights 5-2. Craig Smith had a hat trick in that game. Speaking of the NHL, Rod Masters. Now, you may not know that name initially, but you know his work. Anyone who's seen the classic hockey movie Slapshot knows that Rod Masters was the organist plunked in the head by the wayward puck in that movie. I love that movie. And he was abruptly asked by Paul Newman's character, the great player coach Reggie Dunlop, to never play Lady of Spain ever again during that movie. (laughs) Well, he was an organist during that movie. Now he's a real NHL organist. He was hired by the new Seattle Kraken this year to be their organist at games. It's a dream come true for the 68-year-old keyboard player. That's fantastic. I would get that job and have nipples as hard as little rocks. (laughs) Congratulations to Rod Masters. NBA last night, Celtics over Memphis, 120 to 107. College hoops, UMass beat Fordham, 81 to 73 at the Mullins Center. That was the final home game for Coach Matt McCall, who was recently fired. And in golf at the Arnold Palmer Bay Hill Invitational in Florida, Rory McIlroy has the first round lead with a 7 under 65. Kevin Na at the bottom of the leaderboard with a plus 981. I can't believe you're a professional golfer. I think you should be working at the snack bar. And that's it for your 102 second sports. Coming up next in his view from the couch, Bax has his sights trained on the NFL Combine. Still struggling with holiday bills? And now, Bax's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As some of you diehard football fans probably know, yesterday was the opening day of the NFL Scouting Combine in Indianapolis. This is the annual event that gives NFL scouts and coaches the real first glimpse at your top football prospects ahead of the draft, which, by the way, begins on April 28th. It's here where a bunch of young, gifted athletes endure things like running around, jumping on things, lifting really heavy stuff off the floor. From here, teams can assess who is worth drafting and who has to go home and look for a job. In many ways, it's a matter of unfairly taking objective standards and applying them to validate subjective conclusions. For example, one of the things they do at the Combine is take a series of body measurements that are somehow meant to determine a young man's chances of success. It's garbage, of course, but it certainly means something important to an NFL scout. 
And that could affect where a player might get drafted. Yesterday, for example, there was a great deal of buzz concerning Pitt quarterback Kenny Pickett. Pickett, a Heisman Trophy finalist and the winner of the 2021 Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award, is considered to be the top quarterback prospect in the draft and was expected to be a first-round pick. There's just one tiny problem. Kenny Pickett has unusually small hands. According to the official measurements, Pickett's hands were measured at eight and a half inches. Now, I don't know how they take these measurements. All I can tell you is that eight and a half inches, Pickett's hands would be the smallest mitts of any quarterback currently playing in the NFL. Do tiny little hands invalidate his chances of succeeding in the NFL? Probably not, but I think we all know what they say about guys and the size of their hands. Small hands, equals small gloves. Uh-huh. He also has very small feet, size eights. Thankfully, he wouldn't be required to throw a football with his undersized feet. Not to single out any unfair and unscientific stereotypes, but I don't think that the size of a man's extremities are indicative of his natural God-given athletic abilities. If they were, then I could have been drafted by the NFL, which I was not. But hey, it's my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You get on a ladder with a brush and a can of paint. You don't want to be up there any more than you have to. And that's why you go to Rocky's for Benjamin Moore paint. It lasts and lasts. There are cheaper paints out there, but who wants to get back on that ladder anytime soon? Not me. Good people, rock solid service, and Benjamin Moore paint at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 708 and ZZ Top. We're back, Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Yeah, mid-30s for today with sunshine, low 40s tomorrow. On Sunday, 60-ish, but some rain coming in. Nipples. What's the big deal? They're just small brown protuberances. Everyone's got them. I've got them. Yep. You've got them. Yep, just two for me, by the way, you guys. A uh, queen. Only two. I, I'm just going to say, come on, man. Yeah, a qu- what? Wait, Oops. you want a third one? Well, I'm just asking you. I want to. I want to know. Well, oh, some, you want to know a, a guy, a Queenslander? No, no. T- how many do you have? I don't have any. Why? Yeah, you don't. You don't have any. I didn't understand what you were asking. Well, I'm just, sorry. I thought down. you were asking me to go along. Well, can with you the story. slow down? And really... I'm not getting upset. All right. Well, I know. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, yeah you're a little fired up. No, I mean, uh, you know, most people only have two nipples, but there are some yeah. people that have extra. That's why I bring it up. Before you get yeah. to your story, I have known people who are three. Just saying, three. Yes. I know some people. Their chest looks like a double-breasted suit. <laughs> oh, how about that? Yeah, right. So you're like you you know a Chandler from Friends on the is that he had a third right nipple. right yeah. exactly. You guys know right. what that show was about. I just want to make sure you guys are all up to date on the pop culture here before I go any further with the Friends references. <laughs> you're, one of the worst comedies of all time. Ah, oh, come ahead. on now, please. Uh, any anyway, yes. a Queenslander. This yes. is from South Australia who allegedly bit his friend's mother's nipple twice to try and seduce her. Will contest the charges against him. Is his friend's mother's nipple? I mean, that calls for a Ferris Bueller reference right there, Steve. Which one? His friend's mother's. Oh, my best friend's mother. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I don't know if it really applies in this situation, but it's because it, this is this is just a one-off. You know, this is very connected. I hear you. This isn't uh, ten people heard from one person. Damn it! Twenty-five-year-old Jonathan Stefan Priscon. Ooh, wow. yeah, I like how about that, that name. Was charged with two counts of indecent assault and one count of basic assault over the alleged incident in uh, Adelaide South. That must be some place in Australia. He appeared in uh, Christie's Beach Magistrate Court on Thursday, where his lawyer James Caldecott told Magistrate Rodney Oates, I love these names, oh, God. his client <laughs> would contest those charges. Uh, Miss Priskin was previously granted home detention bail at his mother's address that had conditions barring him from being within 100 meters of the alleged victim. 
uh, her home or work and banned him from contacting her. During his hearing, the lawyer asked for the matter to be listed for a pretrial conference hearing. It is in dispute and things will get moving forward. Uh, I don't, this is the way they talk. I don't know how they do that. Anyway, <laughs> the, uh, the court was told Ms. Priskin's home detention bail had been reduced to a bail with curfew, but flagged that he wanted to vary it again because of the family dynamics. Magistrate Oates said a formal application. I'm trying to get to the... Uh, the hey, get to the meat here. The, what, what's with the, the nipples? Ni- the nips and pieces of the, of the, of the story. It is alleged the uh, resident entered the victim's Huntfield Heights property through the laundry while she was inside her living room. Go on. Say more. Uh, earlier that day. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. The woman allegedly received a letter from the defendant asking to meet, which she ignored. The court was previously told the 54-year-old woman heard Miss Priskin call out her name, asking her to let him in, and he walked inside even though she refused. Despite being asked to leave the property, he allegedly later managed to sit on top of the woman where he first grabbed her arm, torso, and breast before leaning forward and biting her on the left nipple. This is just a flat-out sexual assault. This really yeah, isn't nothing to do with way. the fact that it's his buddy's mom. Yeah, it uh, <laughs> was said in court that the woman uh, then punched Mr. Priskin in the stomach to escape, but he then lunged at her and again bit her nipple. Wow, he's due to reappear in uh, reappear in court in April. This is a. Uh, I know there's this culture out there. I mean, you don't have to look any further than any pornography website, right? Of this like weird. Like step sibling, uh, hot mom, like fetish thing. Yeah. Well, the yeah. You know, listen, there's a, there's a whole there's a whole underworld of taboo sexual uh, you know fetishes. But it seems to be overtaking all of the other fetishes that are out there. Hmm. You know, I mean, you can go on any uh, pornography website. Oh, like we can get Ken right here at work. Right. Well, how? Yeah. No, we can't do. That. How? Uh, how much have you been studying this, Steve? It's not. I, I'm telling you, it's not about how much you've been studying. It's cl- it's just clear to the eye that you can see uh, th- well, these videos that are populated on these sites. As uh, as you're telling the story, pornography aside, uh, I'm trying to think if there was ever a buddy of mine's mom who I had a crush on because she was like wicked hot. And I have to say, from high school, no. Mm. From yeah. college, there was one friend of mine's mom who was yeah. gorgeous. Un- yeah, and and uh, uh, this friend of mine was was a woman I went to to, to college with who was absolutely beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful. And uh, I didn't. I mean, you know, she and I were just friends, but I had a roommate that couldn't even speak in in front of him. Kind of like when. When you met Kelly Reardon for the first time, yeah, and you're drooling all over yourself. <laughs> well, that's the same thing with my roommate and this yeah. and this woman. And, and and when I say she was beautiful, yeah, she's beautiful. All right. And then one weekend, uh, it's like parents' weekend, and uh, this woman's mom comes to visit, and there was like a party going on, and she the mom arrives at the party, mm-hmm. and it was like every. Dude was, you know, talking, minding their business, mm-hmm. socializing, and then this woman's mom shows up, dead silence. Nobody could speak. It's like we all lost our breath all at the same time. Like we had never seen a woman this beautiful in our lives. And who was better looking, the mom or the daughter? The mom. Wow. And, and the mm-hmm. and the and the daughter had already raised the standard mm-hmm. pretty damn high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never it's I the never the only time I ever <laughs> ever even considered uh, a friend of mine's mom. I never, uh, I, same thing, I never had that uh, a friend with a hot mom, or, yeah. or that I saw as hot. 
I think maybe when you get older, you can kind of appreciate the way people looked then. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like you look back and go, oh, okay, well, you know, she was an attractive woman back then. Right. But that's as an adult. When you're a kid, you don't really think that way so much. All right. Can I make my admission here on this topic, by the way? All right, Dave. Uh, let's get the puzzle piece out. Are we going to get skeeved down here because we, we don't know you that well? I don't know. I don't know. My mom was the hot mom. And I'm not – listen, before you guys jump all over me here – she was a model growing up. Hey, really? you making and pictures of your mom? I will, I will show you pictures of my mom when she was a young lady. Still beautiful to this day. I mentioned her yesterday. She just beat breast cancer. Still going strong. Yeah. But she was the one mm-hmm. that my friends, and it made me kind of like, oh, my God, can we move on to another topic, please? <laughs> so in my case, yeah. my mom was the hot mom. Really? Yes. And I think you'll agree when I show you pictures of her as a young lady. I, I, I'm going to need to see some evidence because, I mean, yeah, any anyone can say, oh, my mom's right. the greatest and my mom's beautiful. I but, I mean, you, you know, I'm, I you. unless you got pictures, then right. I don't, I can't, uh, I can't confirm. Picture. I already got the pictures. You want to see some? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I've never seen those before. <laughs> you haven't been on OnlyFans lately. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, did, did you did you have friends that uh, you could yes, really they, got nervous and you know, yes, sweaty palms? Yes. Now you know if my mom is listening to this right now, and she does listen from their home in Vero Beach, mom, I'm I'm sorry, but you know this is what we do on the radio. We tell the truth. We <laughs> divulge personal secrets. You're gonna, you're gonna get a long phone call today, aren't you? <laughs> Probably right. David, this is your mother. You go stand in the corner and think about what you just said. I know. Did you? Did your dad make you try on a brassiere and teach you about cup sizes too? <laughs> you know about your cup sizes, right? You got your A's, your B's, your C's, your D's. Now that's the biggest. Your mom was bosomy. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for painting a picture of that. Yeah, I really can't wait to see these photos. Well, yeah. and she's going to listen. If she's not listening now live, she'll listen to the podcast later on, just like Bax's dad does, so he can have an air check session uh, with his son. <laughs> Well, both my parents listen to the uh, the podcast. My mom listens to it to help her fall asleep, uh-huh. which I think is indicative of what she's listening to. And Bax's dad is like, "I gotta see, I gotta meet this broad. Let's see, no, let's see those pictures." My dad is quite happily married. He's doing all right. So, well, that's an interesting story. But yeah. we're gonna I, need to see some. I, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm photographic sorry. evidence. Yes, and 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 to tie the whole thing up. By the way, you were talking about fetishes. Mm-hmm. We once had an intern on a radio station back in Syracuse, and his fetish was pregnant chicks. He liked to look at websites of naked pregnant chicks. Wow. Well, I mean, you know, they, 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 women are glowing when they're pregnant. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And and he, he, this intern was once a male, not any longer. Well, that's all right. Well, just, I'm, not that there's anything wrong with that. Nothing just, wrong with just that. Just giving you the whole picture. That there. might not uh, be a correlation no, between uh, no, between I'm, anything. No, I'm just uh, giving out facts, Steve. Uh, but as you had an intern, we had two Holyoke City counselors who felt the same way about <laughs> another Holyoke City counselor. Man, look at that one walking it. They were like, oh, remember yeah, they were right. describing. <laughs> I think it was uh, Rebecca Lisi. They were cat she was, she was pregnant, and then these two we were caught on mic. Uh, yeah, I was like. Eh. Man, she's uh, really filled out well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yet that wound up biting him in the ass, and they deserved it. 
Absolutely. It's 718 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. GG Inks, screen printing and embroidery. They print their shirt on your back. Heck, they make the Rock 102 shirt. High of 33. Tomorrow, blinking turd pipe covered by some salty egg whites and a high of 39. It's a ham flower and 13 in downtown Springfield. Ooh. Hey, we're really enjoying the new show here, Bax, <laughs> Steve, and Dave with emoji, emoji weather. <laughs> emoji weather. From Nagel over there. I'm just calling it as I see it. Yeah, that's how he that's how he views it all. Well, and, and Bax, you were calling it as you saw it last hour, and you were talking about some of the uh, trolls out there. Obviously, well, you know, we do. We have a new feature called "I Have Spoken," mm-hmm. and uh, every week one of us will have uh, mm-hmm. uh, so an opportunity to hop on top of that soapbox. And this week, I just talked about uh, you know just people who. Uh, Feel it's okay to approach family, fat shame, and uh, pretty much become experts in everything they have nothing, no business uh, really being an expert in. Nice. They're kind all like perfect. this show. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. That's up to us. We're the professionals Yeah, we're here. the trolls. And all those critics are perfect human beings, as I pointed out. Our number is 293-1021, and we got calls coming in. Rock 102. Hey, back Steve. Dave. Yes. I, uh... I, I am enjoying your new show, and I I love I love it very much. Thank you very um, much. What is your What's your first name? Well, my name is Joshua. I've called you guys plenty of times. Oh yeah, this is the guy with the golden pipes. You do have some pipes, dude. <laughs> you do. You got well, pipes for days. Well, yeah, I just listened to what Bax said, and uh, nobody should be harassing his family at all. And that's you know, come on. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm going to give you guys this one for free. And, <laughs> you know, sometimes I do this for Pat Kelly, too, but this is for you guys, not that screwhead, okay? Okay. okay. All right. You're listening to Back Steve and Dave on Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Beautiful. Nice. Beautiful. True professional. Check is friend. in the mail. All right. You, maybe when we get a T-shirt with that name on it, we'll give you one, Joshua. Hey. That would be great. Um, you guys, you know, you, you picked up the slack. Everything's good. I look forward to listening to you for another 35 years. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give you about nine and a half. But but but, well, but go with back, it. <laughs> yes, you. But Steve, Steve, you're a little younger than me. And Dave, I don't know how old you are. Yeah, my doctor says but, I don't have much time left. Yeah, I only got about nine and a half days left of me at this place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, S-T-F-U. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Joshua. All right. You guys have a good day. You too. A uh, number is 293-1021, by the way. Also got a, uh, a text from a friend of ours who said, I will volunteer to take Dave's mom to lunch. So <laughs> well, bring on the pictures. She'd love it, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Yes. It's uh, 729. News is next to Rock 102. Switch to a health care plan awarded five out of five stars for quality and service. Upward slash chat. 731. We're back, Stephen Nagel and Rock 102. It's time for news. Back, Stephen Dave. What did I say? Back, Stephen Nagel. Oh, I am so sorry about that. It's back, Stephen Dave. Yeah, you know what? It, I, it, even I got to get used to it. I get left out all the time. Don't, you, okay. wor- don't you worry about a thing. It's, it's time, okay. time for news brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. This month, Yankee Home is offering $1,400 off installation with no money down, no payments, and no interest for a full year. Visit yankeehomeimprovement.com and always use the keyword ROCK102. It's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs. The offensive on Ukraine continues as Russian President Vladimir Putin continues his attack on the nearby country. And it's interesting because some of the media characterizing it as Western-style attacking. Because it was 
targeting military installations and things like that initially. But That's now, not the same kind of offense that was done by Bill Walsh and the 49ers back in the 80s, right? Similar aerial attacks, but right, short yeah. passing. Short, short, high percentage. Yes, not a lot of bombs, which Putin has gone with. Right. If you get a chance, you can look at the, uh, on Reddit, you can look at the public freakout uh, subreddit. Yeah. And that is like all of these uploaded videos from people who are living in the Ukraine showing the damage that they have done not only to infrastructure but to uh to uh, live human beings that had really nothing to do with the military and were just civilians going trying to go about their day and got their heads chopped off or any other number of things well that's the point now putin is concentrating on civilian areas even more than he did initially uh. initially it was sort of again the western style of attacking which was strategic and aimed at the military now well he yeah. doesn't care anymore he's like bombing everybody not that i'm uh you know douglas macarthur or uh, general Patton here but it seems to me that that's an act of almost desperation because if he had gone in there without much of a fight by the ukrainian people you know he probably wouldn't have to resort to this kind of thing now to me this shows that he feels like he has no other choice than to act like an animal and and try to win that way. Well, and acting like an animal includes bombing Europe's largest nuclear plant earlier today. Yeah, that won't be an issue at all. I'm sure it'll be just fine from that one, just like Chernobyl. Yep, that bombing of that nuclear plant in Ukraine sparking a fire as the attack continued on a crucial energy-producing Ukrainian city and gain ground by the Russians in their bid to cut off Ukraine from the sea. Jesus. I mean, right? That's just it is horrifying. Terrible. Yes. We should play Lunatic Fringe. Uh, by, Red one, by Red Rider? By Red Rider. Yeah. One of, our, uh, one of our songs this morning. How about war? Mm -hmm. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. Say it again. Good God, y'all. What is it good for? Absolutely do we play the original Edwin Starr version, or do we play the Bruce Springsteen no, knockoff? Ed, the Edwin Starr version. All I right. Mean, come on, please. I'm down with that. You go, you go with the originals. Bruce Springsteen. Who's that guy? I'm down with that. Or <laughs> or, or maybe we go with uh, Life after life During War Times from the Talking Heads. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Right? Yep. We'll do that, yeah. Yeah. We could have an entire theme of classic rock war songs if yeah, we wanted to. I'm not sure that's the best promotion. Yeah, I'm Maybe. not sure that's the best feel-good approach we could take. No, but we could do it in the spirit of support for Ukraine is what I'm saying. I think people might accept that. No? We could. There's a lot of things we could do. Talk to that promotions gal upstairs. I'm sure she'll hook you right up. <laughs> All right. Governor Charlie Baker yesterday ordering the executive branch agencies in the Bay State to terminate contracts with any Russian state-owned companies. This is exactly what New York did under their governor, Kathy Hochul. Initially, Baker refused to follow along, but now he's agreed yeah. that that's the thing to do. But we also don't know what those contracts are. No. No. But it's, again, it could it's, be symbolic, right? It's probably not. I mean, listen, money makes the world go round. And if you're making enough money off something, even if people are evil scumbags, mm -hmm. you're not going to stop it. Yeah. But you're talking about, let's you know, be specific here. You're talking about businesses run by the, 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 the Russian state, not just about 
people who happen to be Russian who are owning businesses. Correct. Okay. I, I guess. I mean, the, his statement was a little nonspecific back, so I don't know. Well, because, I mean, if you're, let's say, for example, you own like a grocery store and you're yeah. and you're a, a Russian immigrant, there, and the, you, the, I'm, I'll go to you. Yeah. I have no problem with that. That's the, the, that's not what they're getting. They're talking about major governmental contracts with maybe, you know, weapons makers or oil companies or whatever. I But I, again, I don't know what those businesses are because- Oh, for some reason, we have a lack of details. Well, you know, the, the parallels are uh, are interesting. You know, earlier this week, I did a story about Russian hockey players in the mm-hmm. NHL. Yep. And their agent, who represents about 75% of the Russian players in the NHL, um, is complaining that many of those players are being harassed simply because they're Russian. And, mm-hmm. and you're talking about, you know, people in the... In the towns in which they live, people who are you know these these players would normally uh, you know go to their businesses and be and patronize them. I mean, it's like now they're they're being criticized, and that's just you know that's a, a, a misplaced uh, anger mm-hmm. to people who are just you know in this country minding their business, trying to do uh, you know do their jobs. Those are not the people that you should be projecting your anger at. It's you know it it, it harkens back to you know World War Two when we put you know good law-abiding, tax-paying uh, Asian-Americans in internment camps. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want to go back to that kind of behavior and that sort of, you know, overreaction to things. Well, here's a feel-good I story. I have spoken. Okay, again. He's spoken again, by the way. Uh, I can't stop speaking. I was supposed to do that today, and you just did it twice. What the hell's wrong with you? Well, now you have to do it twice. All right. Then we can be even Steven. Steven. And when he says did it twice, he's talking about speaking, by the way, just to clear up any confusion out there. A woman was escorted to a hospital after flagging down a trooper in Natick earlier this week. According to the Mass State Police, around 8 a.m., Trooper Paul DeBean was on patrol Heavy traffic on the Mass Pike in Natick. He was flagged down by a driver stopped in the breakdown lane who quickly explained that his wife was in labor. Yep, right there on the Mass Pike. Trooper Debin escorted the husband and wife through traffic to Newton Wellesley Hospital just in time to give birth. And then, as if that weren't enough, Trooper Debin visited the hospital for the rest of the week to check on the couple and found that mom, dad, and new baby daughter all doing just fine. And he put in for 40 hours overtime for that whole ordeal. Well, why not? Why not? And he didn't even he wasn't even there half the time. That no, was the was worst a, part it, about it. It was it was like a a, a no-show type of job. I uh, I had you do this story because I, I was I was always curious. I know Natick is, you know, out east, yeah. but 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 the idea, you know, state trooper sure. you know, doing the doing the good deeds oh, yeah. around, around the area. But the idea that uh, they still give police escorts. I thought, like, in this day and age, you know, like, no, 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 no. We're not doing a police escort. You're either getting in my car or we're calling an ambulance Good for point. You. Good point. So I, I, I thought that was always something that was just seen on TV and movies. I never really thought that it was a real thing, that the cops will let you f- speed behind them. Well, maybe they asked the guy, the yeah. husband in this case, yeah. how good a driver are you? I'm an excellent driver. Okay, get in the car. Let's yeah. go. Maybe yeah. it was as simple as that. A quick well, interview. And Dad let him drive slow low on the driveway. <laughs> that's right. You know, that's that's why he was such a good driver. I'm an excellent driver. But uh, that's what he said. I'm an excellent driver. But but I could see, you know, a trooper getting to a scene like that and uh, seeing all the things that happen uh, when a baby is born going, "Yeah, I don't feel like cleaning up placenta out of the back bucket of the car." Yeah, later on. Yeah. So, but, uh, you know, but a state trooper would say, yeah. "Mm, I got a chance to make a lot of extra overtime here." Yeah.
And I don't even have to be here for more than three quarters of it. <laughs> See, yeah, I would think that would speak uh, much louder. Than, Absolutely, you know, things are getting uh, you know sloppy. It's a sloppy poppy. Yes, I think that's what it's called. The moon is about to get walloped by three tons of space junk from a Chinese rocket. It's a punch that the moon will absorb sometime today that will carve out a crater that could fit several semi-tractor trailers in it. It's a leftover rocket from China expected to smash into the far side of the moon at 5,800 miles per hour. It will happen sometime today. It will happen away from telescopes prying eyes because it's going to happen on the dark side of the moon. Well, there really is no dark side of the moon. Matter of fact, it's all dark. All right, Pink Floyd. It may take weeks, even months, to confirm the impact through satellite images, but it's going to happen today. Uh, well, here's something else uh, interesting that's uh, also already on the moon. It should come as no surprise that the Apollo le- astronauts left a few things behind after landing on the moon. Since the lunar module could only lift so much weight off the surface, they swapped out unwanted goods and gear for moon rocks. Among those unwanted goods were all kinds of weird things. Weird things uh, uh, like, uh, you know, 96 bags of poo, pee, and puke. Yeah, that's this. Disgusting. Um, that doesn't sound to be uh, cleanly. Like, who knew it's like Buzz Aldrin was such a litter bug? Uh, well, it's, uh, you know, uh, one small dookie for man, one giant dookie for mankind. Did we leave any receptacles out there for trash? No, they, we, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't yeah. leave like a like a waste management uh, dumpster out <laughs> right. there or a 413 dumpster. Yeah, that right. Matter, yeah. There's no, uh, there's no lunar recycling system. No, I guess not. It's too bad. But, uh, you know, that's it? Just those three things? What about other stuff? I mean, that's what you would call space junk. Okay. Like, um, <laughs> now, now, <laughs> pleasure. Please. I'm Detritus. shooting tadpoles at the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I would accuse Buzz Aldrin probably of doing that. If I had to pick one astronaut, I think it would have been Buzz Aldrin. Well, I'm just he saying. was on the ship. He had nothing better to do. Right. Yeah. Well, that was Michael Collins who had to stay behind, right? That's true. Yeah, it was Michael Collins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, had a few minutes of alone time while the other two guys were out. Sure. Uh, there you go. One more item for you here to consider. I don't know if you heard this story or not. The late night comedians all over this story, and I'm just going to let one of the local TV journalists tell the quick tale. Here we go. The JetBlue pilot was removed from the cockpit of a plane in Buffalo because he was suspected of being drunk. They were immediately suspicious since the flight was Delta. Yeah. After he blew into the breathalyzer, didn't even say a number, just said new high score. Jimmy Fallon and Seth Meyers talking about the drunken JetBlue pilot. How about that? It's like uh, that movie with Denzel Washington. Did you see that? Where he was a drunken pilot? And had a huge oh, yeah. drinking was, uh, problem. I think it was called Flight. Yes. Was the name of the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a right. really powerful film. Yeah, too. it was. But it's hard to believe that somebody can get through security who's going to be piloting a plane somewhere. But he did. Uh, you know, he was, by the way, he was four times over the legal limit for a pilot, which, by the way, is 0.4. The legal limit for a pilot yeah. is 0.4, not 0.8. He was at 0.17. Point, he was a 0.17? Yes. That's lower, isn't it? Right. Or then, a point, a, then a no, point zero four, I guess. Point I zero four. I should have said that. point four, he'd probably right. be dead. You're right. <laughs> so he was at a point one seven? I believe that's correct. So, I mean, 
typically, I would think that somebody who's an alcoholic, uh, having grown up with one, and being one by myself for quite some time, <laughs> uh, you, you tend to build up a tolerance. And I don't think most people can tell because you get so used to trying to act a certain way that you could probably, if you don't do too much talking, yeah, <laughs> you probably can fake it to make it to get into wherever you're going to go. Yeah, but the li- but the liability is so high for right. for the airlines that to have a guy you know get to a certain point. Yeah, you know, it would it would cost them millions if there were problems. I get that. I'm just saying, like you know, how people wouldn't notice somebody like that right. until you were sitting right next in the cockpit, going, Ugh, "What well, is it? You're uh, pouring vodkas in here now?" Uh, apparently, maybe some of the other employees from JetBlue at the gate knew him well enough where they went, "Hey, look at he's not right, man. I, Somebody I, pull him over." I'll tell you what's really <laughs> impressive: yeah. the fact that he had enough money in his pocket to get drunk at an airport. That yeah. might, that you know, well, geez, <laughs> the charger for a single what? Bloody Mary is what, hardly walk, worth it. Do you walk a straight line on the? Wing? How do they do that? Uh, that whole walking thing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, and he said he had had a bunch of drinks, six or eight drinks, the night before. That's what. That was his story. Don't know if that was accurate or not. That could, could be though. Been. Yeah, he could have had like a went on a bender and then uh, didn't sober up until the day he had to go on the flight. Highs in the mid thirties today, sunshine. Highs in the low forties tomorrow, and then sixty-ish on Sunday with some rain. That's your news, and we've got more straight ahead coming up on Rock One Hundred Two. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 752 in the Rolling Stones. Back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Bright spam box today with a high of 33. Tomorrow, beef dagger exhaust burn covered by some cream of nuts room soup <laughs> with a high of 39. It's a dewy bronze iron 13 in downtown Springfield. Hey, I've never, uh, never seen the, the uh, nuts, uh, nuts room soup before. Well, 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 look at the like, sky. All right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, come, real, come in my office if you want to know. No, I'm yeah. good. I'm hey, good. real quick, uh, if you uh, ever miss uh, a moment, of the uh, Back Stephen Dave Show. Check out the uh, the daily podcast on rock102.com. You can also find that on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. And uh, coming up next on Back Stephen's Musical Podcast, we'll be talking to Lee Ving of the band Fear. It's they are, uh, you may know them or you may not know them. In 1981, they were on Saturday Night Live for Halloween night performance. They were banned from that uh, from that show for the rest of their careers. But one of the all-time wow. great musical performances on Saturday Night Live. Well, they allegedly caused about $400,000 in damage to the studio. That's great. Yeah, oh, so well, they could check that out on rock102.com. What are their big hits, by the way? Do we know? I love living in the city. Uh, New York's a, a, a great, New York's all right if you like saxophone and uh, let's let's have a war. Great stuff. Oh, and uh, beef bologna. Excellent. Another yeah. classic. Hey, you think our audience is familiar with any of those terms? No, but they might have seen <laughs> Fear on uh, on uh, on Saturday Night Live, and John Belushi was like their biggest fan. Nice. So it's actually a really cool interview. You'll be able to hear us starting on Monday on rock102.com. And for fans of Beef Bologna as well, just yes. to tune in, obviously. It's 7.53 and... Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. In today's mass hat, we're going to crown from an Airbnb in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Now, I'm not sure whether it's the woman filing the complaint. Or the owner of the Airbnb, mm-hmm. we can leave it up to you guys and maybe our audience to decide. Okay. Here we go. A Playboy model claiming she was kicked out 
of this Airbnb rental in Brazil by a, quote, prejudiced host who suffers from, quote, hot girl phobia. Brazilian bombshell Susie Cortez. Go look it up and Google her. She's a very fine-looking lady. She's 31 now, and the Playboy model reportedly splashing almost a thousand bucks on an apartment on the rental site back in January so she could visit family in Brazil. However, she alleges that she had stayed at the property for less than 48 hours before the male host kicked her out and threw her belongings in the trash, all because, according to her, she was too good-looking and he was prejudiced because he suffered from hot girl phobia. Yeah, no, I can totally understand that. Uh, I'm actually looking at uh, at a profile of her. Do you realize that she is the 2015 winner of the Miss Bum Bum Brazil, uh, Brazil competition? Hey, all right. Yes. And this guy was intimidated by her and uh, wanted her out. Apparently, but throwing her belongings in the trash? Well, that's a little harsh. Yeah, it's a little too I much. Mean, she, isn't, uh, she doesn't need that kind of... That kind of treatment. And she seems like a perfectly nice girl. Right. Lady, I should say. She's a, she's a, yes. Yeah, she's she's a fitness model. She's a, a spokeswoman. And the 19, uh, the 2015 Miss Bum Bum Brazil. And how does the Bum Bum look, by the way, in the photo there? Very muscular. Very muscular. All right. And I don't know what this guy's problem is. Mm-hmm. But apparently he has some irrational fear of beautiful women. I do, too. I get all tongue-tied when I see beautiful wind. Oh, we covered that earlier. Yeah. yeah. I know. Uh, Kelly, yeah, Kelly Reardon, yeah. yeah. Hey, talk to my girlfriend. I just I don't say anything to her. I just... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no wonder this yeah. works out so I well know. for you. Isn't that great? Uh, have you guys ever stayed at an Airbnb? I never have. I've never done that before. Uh, I've never stayed at an Airbnb. Uh, my, uh, my niece... And her husband are very big on this Airbnb thing. It's it seems to be more of like a millennial thing mm-hmm. uh, that they're really into renting the Airbnbs. I am more of the oh, let's uh, call the diners club and uh, find out where we can find the nearest hotel motor lodge for us to stay on our trip to the beach. Well, I don't I don't see this with a AAA review. Yes, I don't. Uh, where is it? What's this Yelp thingy? I don't understand why people are complaining. Listen to you yeah. sounded like a bitter old man. Yeah. That's it comical to me. But I've, I've never rented one myself. Nor have I. Not me either. All right. Well, Not yet anyway. Maybe we can get a line on this one down in Sao Paulo, Brazil, and hang out where Susie Cortez once Miss was. Miss Bum Bum Brazil, 2015. Yes. And we go from Miss Bum Bum Brazil, Susie Cortez, to, sorry about this, Martha Stewart, coming up in the 102-second sports straight ahead on Rock 102. It's Classic Rock. It's 811 and Tom Petty. Lots We're back, of, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. Sorry, Bax. Lots of sun today, mid-30s, low 40s for tomorrow. 60-ish on Sunday with rain. Uh, here's a question uh, on Ask Reddit, uh, which is uh, gaming, gaining some steam, if you will. What is the creepiest or most unexplained thing you've seen in broad daylight, in other bu- than the three of us outside? Bunch of good responses on that page, I assume. Huge uh, responses. A guy talking about a man with a freshly exposed bone on his arm and missing oh. a substantial amount of skin and things like that. Ew. I have a couple I could add to this. What's Again, the phrase was what? What is the creepiest or most unexplained thing you've ever seen in broad daylight? 
Creepiest slash unexplained. In, in broad daylight. By uh, the way. I think the creepiest thing I've ever seen. Uh, it was a dark and stormy night. No, that was not it. <laughs> so this actually goes back a, a number of years and it happened right in the city of Springfield. Mm-hmm. It was the, uh, I think I told you this story off the air. It was the uh, the Taste of Springfield. Remember the uh, Taste of Springfield on Court Square? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Well, at the time, there were all these restaurants and all these radio stations that were all set up in their various booths. You know, you know mm-hmm. feeding people or you know, you know, spin the wheel and win something. And uh, I don't want to say which one or who it was because this person no longer works in this area. And thank God for that. Uh, but he was working for a competing radio station. Okay. Now, again, it's Court Square. It's lunchtime. It's a couple thousand people, you know, pack, strapping on the old feed bag to, uh, to have their lunch. Right. And this guy representing his business was sitting at, uh, at this table. In broad daylight, reading a copy of Mein Kampf from Adolf Hitler. Now, wow. I can see uh, from an historical point of view why reading something like that might be vaguely interesting to you. Mm-hmm. But would you bring that book out of the house with you and read it in public? Good point. I would not probably do that. I thought it was the creepiest thing I'd ever seen somebody do on a professional level. That That is creepy. Yeah. Why would you do that? Because I believe the guy was a douchebag. I think that's uh, and that's one of the reasons why he didn't last very long in this area. Did he work for the place I worked for? No. Oh, a different place. Different place. Hmm, that's Dif- weird. And it's and I don't believe it's a guy you know. It goes it goes way way back. back. I mean, you're talking gotcha. about back in the nineties. It yeah. didn't last very long. That is pretty creepy. I saw a guy d- taking a dump in the middle of Central Park one time, hiding behind a tree that was only about two inches wide. You saw that? Yep. Damn. I thought I hid <laughs> myself pretty well. I thought I covered you pretty well. <laughs> I know. All right, so creepy. I guess those would fall yeah. into that category. Unexplained as well. Uh, I saw a uh, an accident on the Mass Pike. I, the whole thing happened right in front of me, uh, maybe about a mile ahead of me. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a, it was like an old suburban uh, that was in a, in like the, the 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 left lane, right? The hammer lane, if you truckers out there. Uh-huh. And then uh, in the hammer lane, uh, he decides that he's going to go into the uh, the passenger lane, but he doesn't see that there is a U-Haul truck right behind him. So in his blind spot, he doesn't see the U-Haul truck, and I can see ahead of me. It's a, it was like near Brimfield out on the pike yeah. heading towards Worcester. Okay. And you know how you, they have those big hills? and So I'm coming down one side of the hill, and I'm, and you can see it all unfold that this Suburban clips the bumper of the U-Haul. The car spins out of control, rolls over I don't know how many times. And, of course, I was like, holy crap. So right. I pull the car, I pull my car over, and all these other people are pulling the car over, and the the roof of the car is com- of the suburban is completely ripped off, and there's a woman. They're they're alive, luckily, uh, but this woman is bleeding profusely from the back seat of the suburban. Right, and the man, uh, it, I would assume a husband. They didn't speak much English. I think they might have you know been speaking Spanish or something. It was a lot of chaos going on mm-hmm. at the scene, and the guy keeps saying. My daughter, my daughter, my daughter, and I don't see anybody around here. And I look over the embankment down the embankment, oh and there's this girl, wow. probably 12 years old, just bloody in the face. Oh like, and then I start walking down the embankment 
uh, to like tell her not to move. And then some lady is yelling, and the girl is getting up and moving, and, and she's in shock. Obviously, she right. doesn't realize how much she might have been hurt. And this lady, this nurse, is yelling at me, going, "Don't tell her not to tell her not to move." Don't. I'm like, I can't control what's going on here. Right. Uh, and then by the t- you know, so then she actually you know gets up up to the road. It was one of the most horrific things I've ever witnessed. So creepy, obviously. Very creepy, and I don't even know what happened after that. There was I never heard a news story. I mean, and this was before the internet was, you know, mainstream. And uh, so I really didn't have any a lot of resources to find out what happened, and I always kind of wondered what happened. But man, that was an awful, awful scene. Well, right. we had a crap all over my uh, taste of Springfield story, Steve. So I, I thought that was a pretty well, good. Well, the one. guy yeah. was reading Mein Kampf. Can I you know, imagine like, yeah, yeah, who, yeah, do, yeah. who does like, that? Yeah. What, yeah. Who in the right minds does that? I don't know. Our number is two nine three, one zero two one. If you have something creepy or unexplained that you've witnessed, love to hear from you again. Two nine three one zero two one to reach us. Here on Back, Steve and Dave at Rock 102. Live in concert. Mid-30s today with sunshine, low 40s tomorrow with sun and clouds. 60-ish on Sunday with some rain. And we're talking about creepy or unexplained things. I think one of the most unexplained things is the fact that you're reading Reddit on a regular basis, Steve. What's up with that? Well, that's where it all. That's where it's at. <laughs> Dive into anything. It's Reddit. Yeah, it's, you can it's find a, whatever you need. What's whatever's trending in the world is happening right there. It's a it's a pretty rich source of weird stuff. Yeah. And again, the question was, uh, what's the creepiest or most unexplained thing you've seen in broad daylight? Number is two nine three one zero two one. Rock one zero two. Hey, good morning. Morning. You talking about talking about seeing crazy, creepy things? Yeah. What'd you see? Well, uh, I don't know. It was a. About 1991 or so, we were coming southbound on 91 out of the Chicopee Curve, and uh, where it splits into four lanes and goes to to uh, up to uh, 291. Yeah. This couple, this young couple, were crossing the highway on foot. And on he foot. Was holding her hand on foot, crossing those four lanes like Frogger, and they, <laughs> and they, they well, they, they they were going, and he bolted out ahead of a car. And she paused and didn't make it. And I watched the car hit her, and she went flying up in the air, spinning around probably 15, 16 feet in the air over the car. Wow. Wow. Stops in the tri- yeah, that was that was hard to watch. Yeah, that's that awful. Thanks, thanks for the call. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Yeah, this is Derek. Hey, hey Derek, Derek, what's up? Nothing. So I was listening to your show, and uh, I got one that's uh, weird or creepy or uh, just a weird, you know, I saw on the road. Mm-hmm. So I was driving uh, on the Mass Pike towards Worcester, and uh, I'm a truck driver. So I look out my window, and I'm, you know, looking down, looking around. There's a guy with his pants at his knees, uh, needless to say, doing uh, doing something fun for himself while he's driving. <laughs> huh. a boy. And keeping his eyes on the road at the same time? That's impressive. I don't know. I looked over. I'm like, nope, not 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 watching that. Slammed on my brake so he can go away. So he was coming, not going. Oh my god, that's disgusting. <laughs> that's odd. Do you believe he said that? It's terrible. 
Uh, All right. Thanks for the call. Yeah. 293-1021. I'm sorry. Can I take that back now? No, it's too yeah, late. You it's can't out there. do it now. You already did it. It's out there in the evening. See what day. happens when you open the phones around here? It's <laughs> <laughs> the worst the creepiest, most unexplained thing I've seen in broad daylight. <laughs> uh, well, we could take more calls at 293-1021. Here, here's a good one that is right along these lines, by the way. Ripped from the headlines, uh, a Pennsylvania guy being charged after he drove 400 miles and broke into the home of someone he met on OnlyFans. All right. I've never been on OnlyFans before. Have you? I've never been on OnlyFans. I've heard lots about it. I've heard uh, lots of chicks, like, giving up their day jobs and then just posting pictures of themselves in their underwear and making millions of dollars. I could do that. Why can't I do that? Anybody want to see, uh, you know, me and my, all my sexiness? Probably somebody out there who would pay for that. I'm kind of afraid to see your underwear, frankly. You know, I bet you there's a bunch of dudes out there that would like the uh, chubby chasers. Sure they see would. some of this stuff. Why not? You want to see some of this, my friend? <laughs> well, you're bringing it to the table. Why not? Yeah. Oh, I bring it to the t- I eat off the table. Hey, That's- you know, there are plenty of people that watch those, uh, you know, those, uh, what do you call them? Those those videos where they like like women are eating food, mm-hmm. they, the microphones are like up yep. real high. Sure. I forgot like what they're called, but you know, people watch those things all the time. Yeah, I, well, why wouldn't anybody want to watch that? I can. Why people could watch me eat a meal? I could eat a meal every day. Sometimes up to three. Just to finish this creepy story, this Pennsylvania guy who drove four hundred miles to break into the home of somebody he met on OnlyFans allegedly hid in her attic. Then stole her underwear and filmed the woman while she was sleeping. Yeah, that's creepy. And then tried to track her car. They're still trying to find this guy, apparently, in Stratford County, Pennsylvania. It's uh, 829. We have news next on Rock 102. Seabugs Records is the vintage record store with over 30,000 quality L. 831. We're back, Stephen Nagel and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary <laughs> Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you're traded or not. It's time for news, and here's St- uh, Dave Coombs. Uh, hello? What did I say? Bax, Steve, and Dave. Not what Bax, say? Steve, and Nagel. Oh, my what God, are you I did it doing? again. I, you know what? I, I'm, I'm in the middle. I've got a bunch of, bunch of knobs and buttons and lights and all this other stuff. I'm very sorry. And what was the excuse for the last 27 years? I don't know. Hmm. Bax, Steve, and Dave. Time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. I'll just change my name to Nagel. No, don't, don't do that. that. You know, don't wait, do that. One is enough. I'm willing to accommodate. Russian President Vladimir Putin continuing his <laughs> you know, I go 27 years being unable to tell the time. Now I'm going to start the next 27 years unable to tell you what the name of the show is. You're still writing 1995 on your checks. I am. Worst things could happen. And I've been called a lot worse than Nagel, by the way. I'll say that. I'm okay. That's hard to believe. Well, I, this is only our first week. <laughs> Vladimir Putin continues his offensive on Ukraine, now targeting even more civilian areas than he had before, including an attack on a crucial energy-producing nuclear power plant that was bombed earlier this morning. You know, it almost sounds like you're insulting me like my mother would call me when I'm in trouble. Steven Nagel, you get over here right now! I don't mean to be punishing anybody, but but you haven't done anything wrong yet. You think Putin's starting a nuclear war? You want to start a nuclear war right here on this show? Where's Putin's mother in this whole thing? Why right. isn't she making him stand in the corner for a while to think about what he's just oh, accomplished? Oh, little Vladimir, he's such a good boy, but his ideology is woo-coo. <laughs> yeah, she needs to go slap him down a couple notches, right? Mm-hmm. Governor Charlie Baker ordering executive branch agencies to terminate contracts with any Russian state-owned companies. And also yesterday, this is a really cool thing out of Hadley, Paul Kozub saying he 
had to do the right thing. And so his company, Valley Vodka, will donate a buck for every bottle sold in March to assist refugees from Ukraine. I can't think of anything better to bring people together than pure Polish filtered vodka. Double filtered vodka. Some of my best uh, times with the best people Mm -hmm. have all been about drinking vodka together. Absolutely. His brand V1, very popular. And... Valley Vodka, headquartered in Hadley, the maker of that vodka, an award winner, by the way, that he created himself. And the distillery is located in Poland, about two hours from the Ukraine border. And that's where Paul Kozub is headed and going to join us on the show next week. Yeah, right? he's actually going to call us. Uh, he's calling us from po- from Poland. He, they, they, what, he's about two hours away uh, from the border mm-hmm. that they are. So yep. he's, uh, he's going to call us and give us an update on uh, what's going on. Uh, in that area. So we'll be looking forward to speaking to him next week. Well, one thing that's going on in that specific area is refugees are crossing the border in droves headed from Ukraine into Poland. Well, you don't have to live like a refugee. No, you don't. What's the next line? You're trying to sing it in your head, aren't you? Yeah, I am. <laughs> speaking of which, I've mentioned this before, because um, you haven't tried the uh, the V1 vodka. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the V1 hazelnut and Kahlua mm-hmm. and a little bit of milk is fantastic. Really? I call that the Polish sombrero. Oh, so good. Well, right. Cause so you, yeah. good. Because you it, don't want to call anything like that a black Russian or a white Russian anymore. Well, you gotta that's come the drink. Up, you got to come mean, up with a new name for it. That's just the, that's just the, the basic drink. It's a, it's a they Russian. Yeah, well, yeah, I want to get. I, I don't want to mention Russians, but the the Polish sombrero pretty yeah. much works. Well, yeah. yeah, and as Steve was saying, you also got to get the pronouns yeah, right, right. You, you know, get those right. Hey, yeah. Bax, does that drink match your purse too, you pansy? Don't make me come over there. I'll beat you with this purse. I'm just trying to be an internet troll. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I'm, as if I'm not getting enough of it. Uh, let me talk about that iced coffee you were drinking the other day. I'm, I'm. <laughs> People losing their ever loving minds. Just don't fat shame them. As the COVID-19 pandemic unfolded and thousands of people were dying, filmmaker Laura Wetzler from right here in our midst was focused on her movie, the title of which is What Happened at the Veterans Home? It's a local award-winning film, and it's going to premiere at the Academy of Music in Northampton Sunday, March 20th at 2 p.m. It'll be a benefit for veterans organizations. It has struck a chord for those who have previewed it. Mm with those still shaken by the COVID-related deaths of at least 76 veterans at the Soldiers' Home in Holyoke back in 2020. You know, I wonder if we're, uh, because we're considered somewhat of a press person, that we could get a copy of this movie and watch it before before it premieres. Call that a screener. A screener. Get yourself a screener. Maybe we get a copy of this thing, because I'd really like to see it, because it would be interesting to see... Hopefully a different narrative than what the state has been putting out. When are they, when are they showing this? Uh, March 20th, 2 p.m. at the Academy of Music in Northampton. Yeah, let me uh, let me reach out and uh, pull some strings and see if we can get a copy of this so we can, uh, you know, we can talk about maybe, it. Maybe talk to the filmmaker. Absolutely. That would be idea. awesome. Yeah, uh, it's a 50-minute film, by the way, so we should be able to get through it pretty quickly. I get 50 minutes. Yeah. I, can, I can blow off 50 minutes and easy. I right. get 51 minutes. Yeah. Uh, we need to dedicate a little bit of that time back. So you and I apparently are behind the curve when it comes to the latest security movie that we're supposed to see for the radio station. We have to get on that, I think. I, I think I'm behind on all of them. <laughs> 
Just uh, skip to the end and answer the questions. We all do it. Yeah, I get it. In, 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 this, <laughs> in this case, there are no questions. It's Listen, just a, watching a movie. Here's the thing. <laughs> don't let anybody in here that shouldn't be in here. Don't leave your screen open and don't give anybody your password unless it's the IT guy who needs to set up your computer for the week. Seems pretty simple, right? Right. Hey, the Big E announcing that this group here that I'm about to play for you coming September 24th. Oh, man. What I got? What I got? What I got? What I got? You sound like you could be a pilot for JetBlue. <laughs> now, um, That's sublime, of course. Yeah. You know, last year they actually packed a pretty good entertainment lineup. Probably you know better than most years. That's the only show that they have in their website listed so far. But oh. it sounds to me like what the Big E is trying to do uh, is trying to to ramp up their game with uh, with bands. Like you said, you know, sometimes you know it's like you know bands that were out on their way out twenty five years ago. Mm-hmm. That's what they've been able to get this year. Everybody is out looking for venues to play in, and a lot of typical concert halls mm-hmm. are are booked and and hard for some bands that are touring now that that COVID is easing and the restrictions are different. There's a lot of bands out there, so it's a very good possibility that what you get for the Big E this year will be something pretty cool. Nice, uh, I'd say the the acts are usually on the way up or on the way down. Yes. But I think this year might be slightly different. And one thing I didn't know about the band Sublime is that their real name is Sublime with Rome. That's the name of the band, Sublime with Rome, because lead singer-guitarist Rome Ramirez helped form the group in 2010. Uh, Gary Rome. There you go. Yeah. He should sponsor that event. And by the way, that event is Saturday, September 24th, my birthday, 730 at the Big E. Tickets for the concert also include general admission to the Big E and will be available to purchase a little later this morning at 10 a.m. Yeah, I believe Gary Rome will pay you more for your Big E ticket. You know, speak- whether you use it or not. Hey, speaking of Gary Rome, I'm uh, I'm at the mall with uh, my girlfriend and the kids the other night mm-hmm. and uh, they they have that big giant like it's a big like billboard for Gary Rome. Right. Right? He's got the dog with him and everything, right? And my my daughter says he says, "Oh, it's the guy with the dog mm-hmm. on the TV." And I said, "You know what? I know that guy and I know that dog." I said, "I know that dog." And she goes, "Can I meet him someday?" Which Gary or the dog? And I said, what, the dog? And she goes, no, the guy. He's cool. Hmm. So there you go. So he's got fans and and future customers, by the way, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. To be buying a car from Gary. Well, there and, you go. And he yeah. doesn't have he's any. A, he's a celebrity in his own right. And he doesn't have any cars at the bottom of the ocean, by the way. No, yeah, well, I don't know that we know of. <laughs> he's got good, clean cars. Exactly yeah. right. And. This next segment might be titled Three Impressions That Sound Almost Identical and One That Doesn't. Jamie Foxx, appearing on the Full Send podcast, quickly rolling through some of his favorite impressions that sound almost identical. Here he is. And Kermit the Frog, Sesame Street News, here with the uh, Three Little Pigs, which actually <laughs> sounds like Sammy Davis Jr. Uh, because sometimes, who can take a sunrise? <laughs> which actually sounds like Jay-Z. Nice party, it's crazy. <laughs> you know, Beyonce, we didn't know what we was doing. You know, it's just a lot of great people in my life. It's a lot of great people. <laughs> That's a great people in Bullshit. Excuse me. Fake news. Pretty good from Jamie Foxx, right? Is there nothing that guy can't do? Right. Very talented. Including being the spokesman for, I think, gaming now as well. You see him all over the place promoting gaming. 
Yeah, I mean, wagering. If you're willing to pay him, he can. He'll, he'll push any product, kind of like, uh, well, Steve and I, and you. I mean, yeah, we all push well, a product. Absolutely, I, no one pushes units more than us. I push units left and right. I was pushing my unit yesterday. Yeah. How far? How far did you push it? Not about very 30, far. About thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Mid thirties today. Lots of sun. Low forties tomorrow. Sun and clouds. Sixty-ish on Sunday with rain. I'm Dave Coombs, part of the Back Steve and Nagel Show. Stop, stop. I'll try to get it right next time, I promise. <laughs> At least you know your place, buddy. And that's news to me on Rock 102. 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 847 and the Scorpions with Back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. So and you got that right this time. You got it right. <laughs> and uh, you played uh, the wind of change that was blowing when the fall of the Soviet Union, which is what that song is about. But when the Berlin Wall fell on November 9th of 1989, the song became the unofficial anthem for the German reunification. Aha! And man. here we are, what? How far we've come. 30-something yeah. years later, and uh, we're back to what we were doing back then. Yeah, but we don't have that uh, that wall dividing Germany. We just got to... Uh, you know what? We should have kept it up. <laughs> no, I don't think. I don't think so. But but Bax, you had the best story about Klaus Meine from the band, right? You, wasn't that that story you told recently about him uh, climbing over the tables at some cafeteria we, or some we, event or something? We did like an that? event years ago. This goes this goes back to you know when I was working uh, somewhere else in the country, mm-hmm. and uh, you know the the Scorpions were coming into town, and the idea was let's all go to a German restaurant with listeners mm-hmm. and the Scorpions. So you know we, yeah. we got a, like a bunch of uh, listeners, and we all go to this this big big German uh, like a almost like a beer garden type of thing with you know the long tables sure. and everything. And oh yeah, and the Scorpions show up like around fifteen twenty minutes late, and then Klaus Meiner, who's probably all of like five foot two, is a little yeah. tiny guy, mm-hmm. to get to all the listeners. And we got signs and everything. Starts he climbs up on the tables and starts jumping from table to table <laughs> to get to where. The uh, with all the listeners were, they were so much fun. It was unbelievable. And and, uh, and the next night they were going to be uh, performing live, and it, they were they were fantastic. They were so good. Damn, sounds they, like a and, good time. And they did that song, and not a a, a, a dry eye uh, from any uh, German uh, <laughs> from any German in the entire place, except for the Americans. Were like, Whoa, man, this great beer you got over here. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure if a Scorpion showed up at like the at the at the fort or the student prints, you know, with my good time friends, they oh, they, they wouldn't you. have to be jumping on tables to get uh, to get recognized. Show us your lighters. That's it. Yeah. yeah. What do you got, Dave? You got something there? Mid thirties today with sun, low forties tomorrow with <clears throat> sun and clouds. Sixty-ish Sunday with rain. Other than that, yeah, I got a little something. Oh, do you? Yeah, I was just uh, noticing something. You know, the uh, the uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. In, induction ceremonies are coming up. Yeah, uh, in May. Mm-hmm. And with uh, Dolly Parton going in. Well, I don't know. Cause see, the, the the fan voting is going on, mm-hmm. and that's only a, a, a portion of of uh, of how they determine who goes in and who doesn't. And there was a a story uh, in Cleveland about uh, who they believe should go in, mm-hmm. and then you know ranking all the nominees. Right. Mm-hmm. The top five of the nominees. Uh, were in their minds, Eminem, uh, Kate Bush, Beck, A Tribe Called Quest, and The Eurythmics. Wow. The fan voting is Duran Duran. This is this is like the, the uh, it, it by popularity the most votes. Right. They have over a half million votes. Right. Eminem, Pat Benatar, Dolly Parton, The Eurythmics, 
and then everybody else below that, including uh, Judas Priest, who wouldn't have enough votes to get in, uh, the MC5, uh, the New York Dolls, Devo, and Beck, who Cleveland.com said should be like the number two or three to go in. It just shows you how critics and fans look at this very, very differently. Yeah, it's similar to um, the critics and the fans who review movies on RottenTomatoes.com. Usually a wide disparity. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Eurythmics, huh? Yeah, the Eurythmics. You got that? someone? I thought I did. I bet you got- that's, no, that. that's, that's not That's Taylor it. Swift. That's Close. not it. Close. Close. That's the one I was looking for. Oh, yeah, right. This reminds me of listening to Dave Coombs when I was 12. Dreams are made of these Who had a mind to disagree A tribal world in the seven seas Everybody's looking for something Oh man, she was a good looking dude She was actually a very attractive woman What? Annie Lennox? Yes you know, and, and, and can she belt out a song? No kidding. This, uh, you know, what the uh, the worst one that they came out with in the '90s was the uh, broken glass, walking on broken glass. Oh my god, I can't. I'm not even gonna play that. That, no, just, that was a piece of a piece of crap. What did you call it? A piece of crap. You know Is what it? I did like from them was would I lie to you? That was like rock and roll. That yeah, was pretty raw, right? Pretty cool. Yeah, actually. would I like to? Y- yacht rock. Yes. Yeah, very yeah. much so. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, they, they would be a little bit higher on my list. The Eurythmics. But uh, Broken Glass. Yeah. Well, you know they can't all be great. You got. They can't. They, like for example, we started this whole thing off talking about the Scorpions. That is like one of my least favorite Scorpion songs. Really? Yeah. The Winds of Change. The, the Winds of Change. I agree with you on that. One, I don't like German whistling. Uh, I like uh, I like tubas. I like uh, you know umpas. I mean, I like that kind of stuff. I don't need a whistle. Give yeah. me, send me, give me a guy uh, with an accordion and he's playing umpa music. I'm I'm happy. Yeah, Mayberry whistling. Now that's the kind of whistling that we like. Uh, I, I, even even that even that I I, I bristle. Uh, you got any kaja gugu over there? If you're gonna play your rhythmics, <laughs> no, <laughs> just, I don't. Just saying. Well, there's nothing wrong with kaja gugu. Exactly. Nothing wrong with them. Kaja gugu was the voice of my generation. <laughs> You're 15 years apart. Nevertheless! <laughs> anyway, so uh, Duran Duran appears to be the top vote-getter, All which right. I think is uh, surprising. Yeah. Top vote-getter. Yeah. Yeah. Now, What about Dolly Parton? I'd love to hear some Dolly. She's uh, She's got 243,000 votes in the Hall of Fame uh, voting. How many? She has, uh, it's 243,000 compared to Duran Duran at 524,000. Oh. Have you guys been to the Hall of Fame, by the way, or not? Twice. Did you broadcast live from their facility there, or not? No. No, the first, the first time I went, uh, we, were, we were driving to uh, Driving West, and uh, I, had, I had arranged, like, press passes to go to the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, because you can do that. Yeah. You know, you can go and, you know, go there for free if you're, you know, you got credentials, and I got the credentials, and mm-hmm. we went. Well, we get to Buffalo, and they say, well, uh, yeah, there's going to be, a, there's gonna be a, a whiteout tomorrow, big giant snowstorm. I'm mm-hmm. like, come on, we're from Massachusetts. Right. How tough could it possibly be? Well, uh, we, you know, it's only like six hours from Buffalo to Cleveland. Right. It's not a real, I mean, it's a long drive, but a makeable one mm-hmm. at that. And we got on the road like super early, like six o'clock in the morning, figure we'd probably get there sometime after lunchtime. The thing closes at 
7 o'clock at night that that day. <clears throat> we got there at 6.41. Still got in. Nice. So we saw the entire Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in exactly 17 minutes. You start at the top, you work your yep. way down, and you run like hell to get to the bottom. Well, as long as you see the Pink Floyd display, the wall, and... Jim Morrison's leather jacket or whatever it is. I think you've, you've seen it all anyway. We broadcast our morning show from uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame twice, actually, when I was in Syracuse, and it was great. Really? They, have a, they have a nice room you can broadcast from. I think we ought to put in for that. We should put in for that. I would love to go to Ohio. <laughs> Said nobody ever. Oh, but you I would what? love to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. There people, you go. people crap all over Cleveland. It's actually a pretty cool town. Well, plus, right down the road from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is the house that they use to film Christmas Story. So you can tour that house while you're there as well. You know, I was in uh, Orlando once, and I once saw Casey Anthony's home. That was the highlight of a trip. <laughs> yeah, you forget that Mickey Mouse crap. <laughs> Casey Anthony's house is the place to be. How you many eggs? Pool? How many eggs <laughs> were thrown at that? No, but we did have some pizza. <laughs> It's 8.56 <laughs> with Pac, Steve, and Dave on Rock 102.